for my self-enforced exile hadn't been arbitrary. When Miss Havisham asked me in which novel I would care to reside, I had thought long and hard. Robinson Crusoe would have been ideal considering the climate, but there was no one female to exchange with. I could have gone to Pride and Prejudice, but I wasn't wild about high collars, bonnets, corsets, and delicate manners. No, to avoid any complications and reduce the possibility of having to move, I had decided to make my home in a book of such dubious and uneven quality that publication and my subsequent enforced ejection was unlikely in the extreme. I found just such a book deep within the well of lost plots, amongst failed attempts at prose and half-finished epics of such dazzling ineptness that they would never see the light of day. The book was a dreary crime thriller set in Reading, entitled Caversham Heights. I had planned to stay there for only a year, but it didn't work out that way. Plans with me are like de Floss novels. Try as you might, you never know quite how they're going to turn out. I read my way into Caversham Heights. The air felt warm after the wintry conditions back home, and I found myself standing on a wooden jetty at the edge of a lake. In front of me there was a large and seemingly derelict flying boat of the sort that still plied the coastal routes back home. I had flown on one myself, not six months before, on the trail of someone claiming to have found some unpublished Burns poetry. But that was another lifetime ago, when I was spec ops in Swindon, the world I had temporarily left behind. The ancient flying boat rocked gently in the breeze, tautening the mooring ropes and creaking gently, the water gently slapping against the hull. As I watched the old aircraft, wondering just how long something this decrepit could stay afloat, a well-dressed young woman stepped out of an oval-shaped door in the high-sided hull. She was carrying a suitcase. I had read the novel of Caversham Heights, so I knew Mary well, although she didn't know me. "'Hello!' she shouted, trotting up and offering me a hand. "'I'm Mary. You must be Thursday. My goodness, what's that?' "'A dodo.' Her name's Pickwick. Pickwick plocked and stared at Mary suspiciously. Really? she replied, looking at the bird curiously. I'm no expert, of course, but I thought dodos were extinct. Where I come from, they're a bit of a pest. Oh? mused Mary. I'm not sure I've heard of a book with live dodos in it. I'm not a book person, I told her. I'm real. "'Oh!' exclaimed Mary, opening her eyes wide. "'An outlander!' She touched me inquisitively with a slender index finger, as though I might be made of glass. "'I've never seen someone from the other side before,' she announced, clearly relieved to find that I wasn't going to shatter into a thousand pieces. "'Tell me, is it true you have to cut your hair on a regular basis? I mean—' Your hair actually grows. Yes, I smiled, and my fingernails too. Really, mused Mary. I've heard rumours about that, but I thought it was just one of those outlandish legends. I suppose you have to eat too, to stay alive, I mean, not just when the story calls for it. One of the great pleasures of life, I assured her. I didn't think I'd tell her about real-world downsides, such as tooth decay, 
incontinence, or old age. Mary lived in a three-year window, and neither aged, died, married, had children, got sick, or changed in any way. Although appearing resolute and strong-minded, she was only like this because she was written that way. For all her qualities, Mary was simply a foil to Jack Spratt, the detective in Caversham Heights, the loyal sergeant figure to whom Jack explained things so the readers knew what was going on. She was what writers called an expositional, but I'd never be as impolite to say so to her face. Is this where I'm going to live? I was pointing at the shabby flying boat. I know what you're thinking, Mary smiled proudly. Isn't she just the most beautiful thing ever? She's a Sunderland, built in 1943, but last flew in 68. I'm midway converting her.